You have a busy stretch. You're in Nashville. How are you? I'm okay. We are uh, doing lots of media promoting, you know, Impact is here next week, um, next weekend, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. So it's been fun to kind of get out in Nashville and it's opened up a little bit more than it has been. So um, I'm having fun. Yeah, absolutely. You uh, got to take in a Nashville Sounds game last night. Uh, They have like the coolest scoreboard in baseball. So that's always fun. (laughs) The guitar-shaped scoreboard, if anybody's never seen it, uh, and a visit to the Humane Association today, which I know you're yeah. you're a dog mom, so that's got to be exciting for you too. Yeah, we actually just left um, the Nashville Humane Association, and oh gosh, I don't know how I'm leaving without a puppy because I almost almost took one. Um, but <laughs> it was so fun that, you know, like animals and, and animal advocation is so close to my heart. So, um, to be able to do something like that and get an opportunity to spend some time with the puppies and the dogs who just need a little bit of love before they find their forever home was, um, the best thing I could have done in my trip here. You, you have two, so, I mean, you could probably make three work. We definitely could, and Steve and I have definitely been talking about it. Um, we are both just big dog lovers. Um, the only thing with a puppy, and I was just just saying this to the owner of the association, um, you know, we travel so much, and we put Fitz and Honey right now up in a, um, a puppy hotel that we absolutely love. They've been going there since they were puppies. Um, the owners are actually wrestling fans, so they take really good extra care of Fitz and Honey, but... Um, you can't put a two-month-old puppy in the puppy hotel. So with our schedule right now and how, how crazy my next few months are, uh, it just wasn't the right time, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, important thing to remember is if, if you're going to adopt, you want to be responsible. Or if you're a pet owner, you you know, sounds like you're doing the right thing. Nice uh, doggy hotel. But uh, you just mentioned you have a, a busy few months coming up. Uh, as we found out last night, we're recording on a Friday. Uh Last night, you found out your Empower opponent. Uh, Melina was a nice surprise for everyone. Any any thoughts now that you've had a night to sleep on that? And Yeah, I think it's exciting that as we're getting closer to NWA Empower, more um, talent is being announced, and especially to have... Uh, you know, someone like Melina, who's been working with NWA quite a bit, um, you know, that's someone I grew up watching. That's someone that, you know, I, I was inspired by, um, who was, you know, ahead of our time in terms of wrestling before women's wrestling was really a thing in, in WWE. So um, it's definitely exciting that I'm going to be able to have this match with her. But, um, you know, the bigger gripe here is that my moments are constantly being squashed. And uh, I just don't really appreciate it. So um, at the end of the day, the mission is the same. I have to defend and retain my knockouts championship. So, um, uh, Melina is just one more legend that I'm going to put on the shelf in the age of the virtuosa. You have been uh, very open about any competitor, any generation. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens at Empower. But uh, if you're successful, as of now, you're 16 days away from passing Taya Valkyrie, third all time for a combined title record. Uh, and you, yeah. could, you, you could pass Madison rain for second all time, uh, if you have the title as of September 17th. So, oh wow, yeah, it, it's not too far away. It's about 40 <laughs> days from now. Uh, so yeah. 
what's well, been the most challenging part? You know, this part of your title reign because you've beat you beat everybody that they put in front of you so far on the roster. You beat Thunder Rosa at Slammiversary, uh, and she has been on a tear this year. So, what's been the most challenging part? You know, not only just defending your title successfully, but you know, it's got to be now. Now you're getting surprise opponents at this point. Yeah, I think right now is probably the most challenging part because, like you said, I've kind of been through the knockouts division. I've lapped some of the women in the knockouts division, beat them multiple times. So now, especially this month coming up and, and after Thunder Rosa at Slammiversary, like all of these opponents are new opponents. Um, I'm wrestling Fabio Apache next weekend at Triple Mania. That has never happened before. Um, you know, after that, yeah, it's Molina at NWA Empower. That's never happened before. So I feel like the most pressure and the most difficult part is yet to come um, because once you're out there and it's not just impact anymore, I'm carrying that impact flag and I am, you know, a figurehead of our company. So I want to do right by the company. I want it to shine in, in the best light possible. Um, and that means continuing to retain my championship wherever I go to defend it. Two of these matches you just mentioned, Triple uh, A match, and then you have NWA Empower. Um, how does it feel being the first person through the forbidden door? It seems like, you know, you're the champion. You would have the the called be able to call dibs on it, but um, you know how how are you processing it all? Because on the flip side, Jordan Grace did an interview. Uh, I'll mention with Talk Sport where she said. You know, she's disappointed at the lack of women's movement. So how do you put a positive spin on that? Like, how do you view it as being the first person through? And do you ha maybe have any advice to the to the ones that want to follow you through that door? Yeah, I think, you know, um, I can agree with Jordan's sentiment. Uh, I think that the more women wrestling we have, crossing through that forbidden door, the better. I think there's so many, you know, dream matchups and there's so much potential with everyone who is involved in NWA, with everyone that is involved in AEW's women division. Um, so I could agree, but I think the positive thing is, is that it's just getting started and we don't know where it's headed. And, um, you know, with all the women wanting to be a part of it and advocating for it, uh, it can only go up from here. So, um, you know, I'm, I was very vocal about wanting to be that first woman through the forbidden door and to be able to, um, you know, approach Fabi a couple months ago at AAA, make my debut and stake my claim at wanting to be the Rana de Rana's champion, um, kind of fulfilled that for me. And now, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm have the potential to become the Rana de Rana's champion next weekend, be a two time knockouts champion and hold that championship all at the same time. Like, um, it can only go up, not just for myself, but all of the women in all of these companies that are working together right now. And this is going to be, I'll stick with AAA a little bit. This is going to be your second match under AAA. You uh, appeared there last month. What, you know, what do you want to do in, in that realm as far as, you know, you're not only going in there to win a title, but you can potentially build impact up, you know, put them on a new platform where really not many other people have had that chance. Like Ty Valkyrie is another person that has worked there, but you know, what kind of, uh, what kind of impression do you want to make as champion, you know, 
representing Impact Wrestling? Yeah, I think my main goal is to make the Knockouts Championship the most coveted championship in the world. I want everyone to want to be the Knockouts Champion. Um, and that means that I need to take it everywhere around the world. And I don't want that to just stop at AAA. Um, you know, it, it was my first stop, but... Um, especially with this forbidden door being open and, and impact working with companies like new Japan pro wrestling, um, who is associated with stardom. And I've worked there before. There's so many endless, like the possibilities are endless. And, um, me being able to, to carry the knockouts championship around the world means that more eyes are on our knockouts division and it ups the game for everyone involved in our knockouts division. So I think building our division to be the best it can be on my shoulders is my number one goal. And I, I think there's something to be said about when this whole thing started, there was no end point in sight. It was Kenny Omega and the elite showed up and people were like, oh, well, it's only going to go to you know, hypothetically to this point, and then it continued and continued. And now we're starting to see you branch out and other companies kind of come into impact. You're seeing, I'll mention, uh, you know, she's technically a free agent, but Ch Chelsea green is on the scene right now. So there's tons of potential opportunities for you, uh, personally, but how, like I, I asked what the, the most difficult thing about, uh, your title reign has been to this point, but how are you balancing just performing in all of these different avenues? Because, you know, you, you, you have to work with impacts roster. You have to work with a different roster. It's obviously like hard on you travel wise. And, you know, how are you balancing all of that? Just having to work in several different brands, several, several different companies. Um, you know what? I think that it's, kind of like second nature to me i think people have forgotten that this, this this kind of thing is what i built my name on years and years ago i did a lot with impact early on in my career then i was also working with ring of honor at the same time and i was also showing up on wwe and nxt all at the same time so um i was doing this multi-company thing way before it was cool <laughs> so it, it's been fun for me because it's it's something that many people get to do in their career, and I got to do it early on um, before I was really established. And now I get to, to bring my creativity and all the ideas I have an impact and bring it all over the world. So, um, yeah, it gets tiring, and the travel schedule is busy. But uh, I think especially after the last 18 months we had without being able to travel, we all kind of missed the schedule, and we all missed traveling and meeting our fans all over the country and all over the world. So um, this is what wrestling should be. This is what being a champion of a company should be like so um you know i kind of take that pressure in stride and i try to thrive in these kind of high pressure environments i can totally agree with you there uh you know i think people got comfortable maybe not everyone but you know being being at home or being in a certain closed environment and then finally getting that chance to go back out and kind of be normal and you're like oh yeah this is what i was missing because i just went on vacation last week and before that, I was like, oh, no, like I'm in, you know, my routine. And then when I was on vacation, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I was missing. I need to do more of this. So. Yeah, that's and, and we saw that at Slammiversary with the fans and, you know, Skyway Studios is um, it's intimate. And we packed that building and the fans were crazy and, and it was electric in there for the whole pay-per-view so um, you know just to get that little bit of normalcy and, and feel that I mean gosh it took me 
days to recover from that adrenaline rush I had with the fans that I hadn't had since being at Impact Wrestling. So um, if that is any indication of, you know, what's to come in the next couple months, then uh, I'm up for the challenge and I'm excited for it. Yeah, that that's another good thing to point out. You really haven't had that opportunity. Like you got there and there, it was closed set. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't remember the exact number, but I mean, 75% if of your time in impact wrestling you've been championing over two different reigns and that largely was in front of a closed set so now you're finally getting that chance like what was that first taping like in nashville for you yeah and and it was a little i was i was a little nervous because you don't know how they're going to react i didn't know how people would perceive me as a champion um and you know we are in my my second title reign but um you know, being the knockout champion the first time was the first time I've ever held a major title in a company before. So um, I definitely felt the pressure going into Slammiversary of how are they going to react? How am I going to be perceived? Um, are they going to are they going to welcome me as the champion? Or are they going to boo me? And, and um, you know, luckily they were just as excited to see me as I was to see them, and and they were excited to see everyone at Slammiversary. So it, it's definitely different because, like I said, it was just an adrenaline rush that I haven't felt in a long time, um, having fans there and, and being in a high-profile match. So uh, I, I think Slammiversary was amazing. I, I wouldn't have wanted it to go any better. I normally close with asking uh, a match pick from your career, but since we know that you have some pretty big title matches coming up. Uh, are, are you scouting Melina watching any of her work in particular, like that you would recommend, like, you know what, here's maybe the one match that she really excelled in. Maybe some of her recent NWA work, anything come to mind like that? Um, so I haven't had the opportunity to do that yet. It was just announced last night. Uh, Melina was my opponent and, you know, I've been in Nashville. We've been busy with the media tour and we've been a little all over the place the last few days. So um, that's definitely something I do plan on doing. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be the virtuoso if I didn't study my opponent and, and figure out a way to either lock in the armbar or um, get the Queen's Gambit. So um, I do look forward to doing research. There is some stuff, you know, medically that I know about Melina. Um, her knee isn't as great as it once was. So um, I definitely have some tricks up my sleeve that I, once I get the chance to study, I will be pinpointing for sure. All right. Fair enough. And we didn't talk about her yet, but there's always Mickey James in the background too. So we'll see what, uh, we'll see what yeah. happens there. <laughs> we'll see what happens because if Mickey keeps interrupting me, she keeps disrespecting me. Uh, I'm not going to stand for it much longer. So we will see what happens there. All right. You can catch Deanna weekly on impact wrestling on access TV. And now on YouTube, if anybody didn't know, Twitch is no longer it's impact insider on YouTube. Uh, you can subscribe to that and catch Impact Live every week. And then NWA Empower on August 28th. Deanna, thanks very much for your time today. No problem. Thanks for having me.